the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome to hour two of tonight's Andrea K Show. Seems like we got a theme going on for tonight's show. <laughs> Glad to have you guys with me. If you missed hour one or any part of the show, or if you can't stick around for this entire second hour, download our podcast wherever you get your podcast. Email me at andreakshow.com, andreakshow.com. Our 24 hour hotline is 844 814 5227. So many different ways for you to hang out with us, listen to the show, communicate with us, be a part of the show. And we love each and every part of it. I'm always hearing, uh, what is that noise, a landline? Who knew I even had a landline in the background here? All right. uh, I just lost my train of thought. Might as well uh, bring in, might as well toss it over to the one and only who's with me every night of the week, two hours a night. It is DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Broccolini. I uh, <laughs> I I don't know if we should if we should take that call because I'm pretty sure it's uh it's our uh, descendants in the future saying that we completely ruined the economy um and now they can't afford to eat bread. So I just yeah, you know what? I wish it was a rotary. I mean, I wish it was an old rotary phone, right? Can I go back to like the 80s, man? Or, or did was it rotary phones in the 80s? Um, or at least it was push button phones, right? Landlines. And you don't know this because you're too young, but people used to have these like 20 foot long cords and you know, the good old days, I, at least take me back to the days of um, answering machines, right? Where I could screen calls and see who it is, listen to see who's calling me before I decide to take the call. I mean, you it, you have voicemail now, but it's not near as fun as especially if you know that people know you're sitting there listening. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> the power it gave you for people calling and talking on your machine. <laughs> <laughs> and you deciding whether or not you're going to answer such good times. Yeah. And back then I think it was probably like not even a buck a gallon for, for gas. Right. You know, you, you, you could buy a shirt for under $200. Oh, the good times, good times. <laughs> I imagine People they were nice. <laughs> yes, they were. Right. <laughs> Cause these days it's like 10 bucks for a half a gallon of gas and you better smile. You pay a yeah. lot more for a lot less. And if you complain, then, uh, then off to the gulag. Yeah. <laughs> right. And whatever costs you're going to have to endure with the flood of illegals coming in here, it's only going to get worse. Because and speaking of the theme of tonight's show, which is apparently the Republican Party uh, kicking us, not even hiding anymore, that, that they're on the wrong side. Eight Republicans 
joined with the Democrats and killed the Articles of Impeachment of Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas. 13 Republicans even refused to vote. So that's 21 Republicans that voted to continue to flood this country with illegal aliens. At least 60,000 special interest aliens from terrorist infected countries, infested countries have come in here. Over 250 on the terror watch list have been apprehended. And that doesn't even include the economic toll that this is taking on our country. The permanent voting block that this is going to give the Democrats and the establishment, the uniparty system. And that's ultimately what this is about. And the stupid thing for these Republicans is that eventually they will be destroyed as well. There's only a few at the top for the elites. How many Republicans going along with this here are selling themselves, if not their own families, down the road to being slaughtered and killed in one way or another by communists? Sesame Broccolini, talk me off the ledge, man, because I am I am warm over this. I am hot. Well, I, <laughs> the first thing is let's take a deep breath here because this is frustrating and it's not good. But I, there, there are there are many many different ways to skin a cat, and I have a hope. I'm hoping. Well, that- I'm ready to skin some. Got some, give me some ideas because I come from from people who know how to use a knife and are, are hunters. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Speaking of, we need leverage. I don't know what if if Democrats have leverage on these eight or if these eight are seriously politically committed to the idea of securing borders and maybe they're in on this. It's hard to say if these are compromised agents or just establishment guys, but this isn't the only way. I'm not sure if we could bring articles of impeachment again. I'm not sure how else we could do this. Um, There's got to be a different way, though, to get to Mayorkas. And ultimately, it comes down to the presidency, down to 2024 it does, because ultimately you don't get Mayorkas unless you have Biden first. That's the that's the big thing. So I, I, my hope is that Republicans will see this and this will be just another reason to turn out. Speaking of Rana talking about turnout, maybe this will actually drive some turnout, the kind that we need to see next November, because it all goes all the bad appointments. Buttigieg, Kamala Harris, Lloyd Austin, um, uh, Jake Sullivan, every single bad pick. It's all of them running this country into the ground and they all cover for each other. And it all goes back to the top. So we need to get the White House again. That's the grand solution to it all. And even then, we need somebody who's going to be a fighter, somebody who's not going to just sell us a bill of goods um, and then turn around and side with Democrats and with establishment R's because that keeps happening over and over and over again. Um, I know I'm supposed to bring you back from the ledge, but I think I think actually we need to be there right now because this is crunch time. I mean, you can't have a country without borders. And the only logical conclusion here is that we will lose America. And I don't know exactly what a post-America looks like here. I don't know what that looks like, the sort of secular, multicultural, internationalist. But it seems like it's all coming from the top. It's being imposed upon us. And we have to fight back. Yeah, it looks like Jewish students being chased in the Cooper's Union Library and having to hide behind a locked door. Yeah, like repeating history. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like um, uh, a 15 year old or or a white high school student being beaten to death by 15 black kids. Jonathan Lewis. No no media is talking about it. It looks like 
um, a kibbutz in Israel on October 7th with people being slaughtered by Islamic terrorists. That's what it's going to look like. It, it's going to and it's going to continue to look like the streets of San Francisco before Gavin Newsom cleaned them up before his boss, Daddy Xi Jinping, came to San Francisco. If they could clean up those streets for him, why can't they permanently clean them up? Because they don't want to. So that so we are already seeing what this country is going to look like. It's only going to get worse and it's going to be on us. To say to and we have to look at every one of these Republicans and say, I'm not giving you another vote. Quite frankly, at this point, I've got to look and see who the 13 were who didn't vote and who the eight who uh, voted with the Democrats. Um, and and uh, but I, I'm actually thinking there's maybe a handful of Republicans that deserve reelection, a handful out of the hundreds and hundreds, and the rest need to go. And our power is our own purse. Because we can, uh, we can accomplish it a few different ways. Um, we can not do business with any of the business owners that are like the big me- that are the big mega donors. Um, who are all these big mega donors, by the way, that funded Tim Scott's campaign to nowhere? Right. Um, we can certainly not give another dime to a Republican Party or, or any or all but a handful of Republican office holders at this point, and I mean a handful. I'm thinking three people and the rest. That's how bad this Republican Who are, who are you is. thinking? Would you mind sharing? Who would I, who would I vote two? for? On the Senate side, maybe Ted Cruz. Okay. Yeah. Okay. On the House, Andy Biggs. Maybe Matt Gates. Okay. I feel like he's pulled back a little bit, since, a lot, yes. since, and I'm, and I'm yeah. a little disappointed because it yeah. was great doing that, but that was just the start. That isn't the biggest achievement here, just no. getting McCarthy out. That's the beginning of it. Yeah. Yeah, because um, we, I don't We like needed to see we, a follow-up, you know? I just I was yes, felt like that exactly. was missing. Like, where's the... Yeah. Now is the time, now that we have control, like you said, balls to the wall, no excuses, every valuable moment is precious, let's ram through a conservative agenda and try yeah. to actually fix the country while we have our hands on the keys of power. Yeah. Um, Jim Jordan, I gotta, you know, yeah. um, okay. maybe, um, but there's things that I have concerns with him. Uh, I don't like James Comer. You don't. He's a fiddle. No, he's a fiddly D. He's a he's doing all this. And, you know, he's Trey Gowdy at this point for me. <laughs> really? He's Trey Gowdy. And that's not a compliment, obviously, because there's no value to me. It's like I was saying last hour. Um, I, you know, I'm all about pro- you. You can't solve a problem if you don't properly identify what it is. So I'm all for, you know, doing, you know, problem, you know, identification. But then you got to have a plan to solve the problem. And when James Comer was asked on um, a show whose name I will not repeat because, you know, um, his phoniness is as long as his overaggressive chin. You probably know who I'm talking about, <laughs> who people used to think was a real conservative, who started out with a show called Blank and Combs. Okay. Um, he said, well, you know, when he was asked if he thought that the impeachment inquiry was going to lead to articles of impeachment, he said, I hope so. You already have enough right now. There's are there's more than enough for not just articles of impeachment, but it, I mean it's documented crimes, money laundering through shell companies. 
I mean, the rest of us would have long been in the pokey for far less. So don't tell me that there's not grounds for, for articles of impeachment at this point. So no, I mean, I don't have any use for any of them. You know, who I also don't have use for, and I have been against her for a long time, and I don't care whether or not she's got a show on my same media outlet as Jenna Ellis. Apparently, ABC News has a video of, of uh, them interviewing her in which she tells them she was personally informed by a top Trump advisor that Trump was, quote, not going to leave the White House. Biznatch, if you didn't hear that directly from Trump, what, this just proves everything I said about her for a long time, about who she is. She's a grifter, a corrupt, lying, hypocritical bag of flesh, and I'm being kind. I'm going to take her. I need to calm down. See, now I'm back to needing to go make me another cup of coffee because I that actually calms me down, by the way. Because I, because I got to tell y'all, <laughs> there's even more going on with the Republican Party. And we're going to discuss that when we come back. There was this little thing called the kill switch that they had cooked up with to be, to be able to shut your car off and stop you from being able to drive it. And Thomas Massey introduced a bill to kill the kill switch. And guess what party shut down the amendment to kill the kill switch? It goes with our theme tonight. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it when we come back. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back. To tonight's Andrea K. Show. <laughs> we got a theme going on here. Now, I like a theme party, okay? I'm from New Orleans, okay? We love a good theme. We like to dress up right. We like to have the food all coordinated. We like, you know, we even dress up our little doggies. We have our cocktails color coordinated with our themes. One of my favorite themed parties when I was at LSU in the sorority was come as your favorite dead celebrity. Okay. I love a good theme. Okay. Well, what I'm not enjoying is the theme of tonight's Andrea K show because it's involving the Republican party completely kicking us in the teeth. Okay. That's not an invitation I want to accept. We've already covered a lot of bases in terms of tonight. Let's see. We've got uh, Speaker Johnson, fellow LSU grad. I can tell you right now, I didn't know him at LSU, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have had the time of day for him. I doubt he was in a frat. Anyway, we, we already talked about him and his two-step uh, uniparty big spending plan. We talked about the Republican Party. Hmm. We talked talked about him. <coughs> Joining with the Democrats to not impeach Department of Homeland Security Mayorkas, I don't know. How about we talk about the fact now that they refuse to kill off the kill switch that would allow uh, the police state to shut off your car? Let's talk about that. Let's continue to have some fun with this theme. Joining me now to discuss is Mark Morano. He is he manages CFAX award-winning ClimateDepot.com. He was a reporter for Rush Limbaugh, the television show, and author of that alone. I know y'all, if you haven't heard of him, you're already in love with him, right? He is the author of The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change, Green Fraud, Why the Green New Deal is Even Worse Than You Think. 
<laughs> and also the Great Reset, Global Elites, and the Permanent Lockdown. Hey, Mark Morano, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thank you, Andrea. Happy to be here. Appreciate it. All right. So you are rounding out the theme. It's a trifecta of bad news with the Republican Party on tonight's Andrea K Show, Mark. So let's let's lay it out here. Tell everybody about how the Democrats helped the Dems preserve the kill switch. First of all, uh, let's start with you telling everybody what this kill switch mandate was about and then how the Republicans aided the Democrats in it. Yeah, this was a uh, a, a federal bill through Congress that was that inserted this in in the last minute to put in a kill switch into this you know, basically a federal funding bill for highways and everything else and requiring manufacturers to put in a kill switch, which presumably the government would be able to have control over. Now, this was done as an anti-drunk driving initiative. So if you oppose this, you were for drunk drivers. The idea is this switch is in the car and it's not just the switch. Andrea, this is also they're talking about including sensors that would actually be able to read the air quality in the car and see if it <gasps> smells alcohol, which brings up no. a problem. If you're a sober driver and you have a drunk person next to you, the car may shut down, even though you have a sober driver and you're driving someone else home who's drunk. There's no judge, no jury. It's all done arbitrarily. There's no course of appeal. It would leave you stranded at the side of the road. And this was actually brought out. The hero in this story is Congressman Thomas Massey from Kentucky. He led the charge on this. And if you go if you go to Climate Depot, by the way, I have go to the article on this uh, and you can see him on TV. And he's incredibly articulate explaining why he led this charge. And it was all these Republicans voted with the Democrats, including people like Nancy Mace, who actually voted to oust you know, House Speaker uh, McCarthy. You hope some of them just weren't informed. But apparently even AOC voted with Thomas Massey against this because she was afraid of uh, civil liberty. So even though some of the left recognized this, because what this does is this this is a mandate now. They have all this onboard circuitry computer in your car, like little black box, like an airplane. And they already now this this is the same time where Ford has a patent out that can remotely shut your car down if you don't make car payments. So we're wow. fast reaching the point, with, especially with central bank digital currency, where if you say something that puts you at odds with, say, I don't know, the CDC or the World Health Organization or the United Nations, you could literally be blocked from starting your car. You could be blocked mm-hmm. from spending money until you remove your hate speech. And just to give you a broader picture here, since you're talking about Republicans selling us out, we have the Republican leadership on Capitol Hill. I go, I'm going to Dubai in a couple of weeks to this U.N. climate summit. Ooh, interesting. That's I went on my to, budget yeah, list to go to Dubai. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be the Las Vegas of the Middle East. But, mm. I, of course, I'm picking a time of war to go to the Middle East. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but last year, they Republican. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, Republican House leadership sent a delegation of Republican congressmen to the U.N. Climate Summit. They didn't go to condemn the U.N., to bash the U.N. They went to say, we believe climate's a problem, too, and we want solutions, but we're not evil deniers. This was blessed by Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, before he was ousted, would literally tell people, climate's a problem. Republicans have a solution. We're going to plant trees, and we're going to give out billions of dollars to bury CO2 in the ground. This is how the Republicans are selling you out. 
We have the co- intentional collapse of our energy, our transportation with gas-powered car bans, and our, tr- and our agriculture, our food supply. Through the EPA, through every executive agency, they're going through and they're cutting down high-yield agriculture, and they're starting to ban meat-eating. John Kerry has announced this. The Republicans sit on Capitol Hill and twiddle their thumbs when all of these consequential decisions are made without a single vote of Congress. It's all being done through corporate government collusion and the bureaucracy. We should have our Republican Congress demand a vote on banning gas-powered cars, demand a vote on on restricting meat-eating, demand a vote on going after American farmers, but it'll never happen because the Republicans literally don't even know it's a problem. Well, either that or they're really in on it. I, I mean, I, I actually think that they're smarter than that. I don't give them credit for being being incompetent or ignorant on these issues. Uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to give them that benefit of the doubt. I mean, these are by and large, most of them are attorneys and they know how to use uh, our government against us. That's a major part of the problem, in my opinion. And they understand full well that this kill switch is a civil... I mean, if AOC understands that this kill switch is a major civil liberties violation and it's only going to get worse, uh, they all know this. They don't care. You know, they love a taxpayer toot. We call them the South going off on a toot. You know, they love going off on a toot to Dubai or anywhere else on the taxpayer's dime. Uh, that's what all of this is about. They're insulated inside their little beltway bubble and they don't care. They never have to live under the weight of their own policies or the policies that get imposed on the peasants. And it's literally us versus them and they don't care. They're all riding in the back of limousines and PJs and their private jets. What do they care if our cars down the road have a kill switch on them, right? Um, and that kill switch will be just like every other thing, right? It's like if you, that's going to be another aspect of the social credit score. Uh, yeah, you, your Absolutely. car won't operate. If you if you not only, you know, if you haven't gotten your shot, your car is not going to operate if you question the outcome of an election. You know, it's all going to be uh, they're going to be able to smell the dissent, not just the alcohol and control us in every aspect they get. It will shut down if 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 the temperature is, you know, too high on it, because that might affect, you know, a climate. It's it's your all emissions. Yes. Yes. Here's the thing. We no longer live in a society where. To impose tyranny, you don't need barbed wire fences, men with machine guns. Uh, You just need complete control of finances. You need control of the food supply. You need control of information. And that's what they're doing slowly but surely. You know, if you talk about against the vaccine, if you talk against a lockdown or a mask mandate, that is medical misinformation that could kill people. You need to be censored, deplatformed, and canceled. If you speak against the climate scare, that is information that could prevent solutions. You need to be deplatformed, canceled, and censored. If you speak, uh, if you uh, allow, you know, gun violence is a public health threat. Uh, uh, any issue that they can do, and what mm-hmm. they're doing, the key to all of this, it's a uniparty in Washington, D.C. now. The COVID emergency powers bypass democracy, made the once free West like one party ruled China. And now they're urging Joe Biden, a la COVID, according to NBC News, it would give him COVID-like powers to impose a national climate emergency, give Joe Biden 130 new executive powers. And this is where Mm -hmm. Republicans, you don't see Republicans even talking about this from the House floor. Nothing's happening. No, in fact, UNESCO today has announced uh, their 
<clears throat> I was going to save it for next segment, but I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it because my head's about to, I, I'm in pain. I might need to jab myself in the eyeball to release the, the pain I'm in tonight from the Republican Party. But uh, Kathy Hochul did a big uh, speech today in which she talked about how they're cruising social media sites to look for threats of violence. At the same time, we find out UNESCO yeah. today, part of the United Nations, has you know launched their global plan um, to control everybody's social Social media. So that's, you know, you reminded me of that when you talked about, you know, controlling information. Yeah. Let me say something that might be controversial to you. I don't think we should ban TikTok. Here's the bottom line. I don't, I don't want either. a government panel of national security experts telling us what apps are a threat to our because pretty soon it's going to be anything that dissents from the official government narrative as a threat to our national security. I don't understand why conservatives across the beltway and many even you know uh, grassroots conservatives. Yeah, we must ban TikTok. Yeah, we must. No, no, no. Whatever dangers TikTok poses, whether it's surveillance or whatever, I would rather that than give the government the dangerous power yeah. of deciding that kind of thing. We're not communist China. We can decide whether to download TikTok. We can decide whether to participate. We don't need unelected bureaucrats that claim to have national security interests telling us it's a danger. We need to tell well, Republicans this. Right. Yeah. Well, not only that, Mark, but, you know, it's like they're letting they're letting a Chinese balloon hover back and forth over a military installation and then telling yes. us, you know, we shouldn't have TikTok. Get, get out of here. Vivek Ramaswamy handled it beautifully, which is one reason why Nikki yes. Haley was like ready to stab him in the eyeball with her high heel, um, because he was like, <laughs> you know, this whole tick this whole TikTok thing is virtue signaling. He goes, you guys don't care that Airbnb sells off all the data for everybody who stays there to China. You don't care. So this is just the Republican party doing virtue signaling over china meanwhile you and desantis you know sold off allowed china to buy land near military installations when you were governor it's just it's a bunch of crap vivek ramaswamy yes. was the star of the night for me doesn't mean i would vote for him um but i love the fact that we've got somebody willing to take the national stage and bust the republican party uh, with the truth for who they yes. are well um, he's, he's the only he's the closest you can get to trump yes yeah, absolutely. He is. And that's why, you know, they're like verklempt because now, you know, they're stuck with with arguing they need to have these debates. And he says he's not going anywhere. And he plans being just that just that tough at the next debate. Um, Mark Morano, thank you for being here. Tell everybody how they can read your stuff. Well, thank you. I, I, I'm at climatedepot.com. But one thing I wanted to mention, tomorrow, a live stream, you can go to Climate Depot or Church Militant. We are doing an event with a Nobel Prize winning physicist, just won the Nobel Prize last year. We're going after the United Nations and Pope Francis climate claims. So you can tune into that tomorrow, 1.30 Eastern, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, sorry, at Climate Depot and Church Militant website. The Nobel Prize winning physicist is going to speak for the first time in U.S. soil about climate, and he's going to basically call the whole thing a hoax used for wow. power. So this is a huge moment. All right. Well, uh, that sounds phenomenal. Mike Morano, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. All right. Stay tuned. We got more Andrea K show on the other side of the break. Don't go away. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 
I'm loving that Mark Morano. First time on the Andrea K Show. If you missed that interview uh, that we just had with Mark Morano, he's having a big live event tomorrow on uh, his website. Um, what was that? Uh, it is climatedepot.com, climatedepot.com, uh, obviously about the climate. He's got a Nobel Peace Prize uh, physicist who's going to be on to basically, you know, tell tell, every, tell everybody that climate change is a hoax, right? Um, I, what I forgot to mention to him, I don't know, Sesame Broccolini, if you saw the video of Greta Thunberg, somebody getting on stage trying to take the microphone away from her. <laughs> <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> it was hilarious. Now, that cat had to have been a soy boy because the, the sad thing is, is that whoever the dude was, she was stronger than he was and he couldn't wrestle the microphone away from her. That, but the rest of it was pretty hilarious because she, I mean, the look on her face was, ah, how dare you try to take the microphone from me? Pretty funny stuff. Um, all right. So speaking of the microphones, okay, I don't know much about hockey. Um, but what I do know is that they don't have anything to do with the Philadelphia Eagles, which is a football team. That I do know because I used to be NFL obsessed. So here's... <laughs> Joe Biden, I guess, hosted the Vegas Golden Knights, who won the Stanley Cup. They've only been around a couple of years. So that's, I guess, that's pretty astounding. I don't know how long they've been around because I don't follow hockey. I've, I've been to one hockey game in my life and it was good fun. I mean, you know, nachos with liquid cheese, you know, what could go, you know, what's anything's good with liquid cheese. Um, but here's Biden after hosting the Golden Knights in Las Vegas, Ses- uh, not in Las Vegas it, at the White House. Sesame, if you could play the clip. Just one promise. Don't get the Philadelphia Eagles to leave and go. Because <laughs> I'll get divorced if that happens. <laughs> I married a Philly girl. And, and it's a long story. Um, Sesame Roccolini. Can you explain to me what he meant by that when he's talking to a Las Vegas National Hockey League team about the Philadelphia Eagles? And something about don't get the Philadelphia Eagles to leave because I'll get divorced if that happens. Can you can you translate and explain this to me? Uh, I think that's Joe Biden trying to be relatable. Everybody <laughs> live in the flesh. D- but did it go the well? Relation? What is what is what, what is relative with the, an NFL team from Philadelphia and a hockey team out of Vegas? I'm actually just proud that he knows that the Eagles are from Philadelphia. But as an Eagles <laughs> fan myself. I am very disturbed by the idea that maybe he's rooting for them as well. So, Scran Joe needs a new football team. Let me tell you, go go root for the Washington Commanders now. We can we call them the Redskins? I still call them the Redskins. I, I, the Commanders. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what he was trying to do. I get a feeling a lot of the time he's trying to be funny, but it just comes well, off yeah. as incredibly awkward. I mean, well, everyone yeah. in the room's like, ha, 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 yeah. uh, you, you can sense they're just laughing because he's the we, president. Well, and, yeah. I mean, <laughs> well, you can sense that they're thinking to themselves, this guy's actually worse than what the crazy Republicans say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything you've you heard about t- Biden, guys, it's all yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that wasn't, it gets even worse than that clip. Here, then he says again, he starts talking about undrafted players. I'm not even aware that hockey has a draft. Um, and I, I, I don't know what, and I actually watched this clip and I can tell you none of the hockey players had any idea what he was talking about. Sesame, if you could play that. 
John, the first true undrafted player in history, off of the draft to win the final, win that final MVP trophy. <laughs> what? <laughs> they were there because they won the Stanley Cup. I don't know what what he's. <laughs> he's like Stanley Cup. Who's Stanley? <laughs> this is, thank you, Joe Biden, for making me laugh today. I just love the horrified looks on the backs of the of the players' faces behind him because they just had no idea how to handle these moments. These are not politicians. These are not even like. Uh, political people that go to rallies that really follow politics, you know, and they'll, and they're happy. they are Democrats that are just happy to be behind, you know, the bozo in chief and they'll laugh and smile at anything. Right. I mean, these are half of these dudes probably have no, I never even heard of them. Right. They're just athletes and don't even pay attention. The looks on their faces. I almost felt sorry for the poor cows, um, <laughs> but, but not to be outdone. I'm not sure who was worse. Joe Biden with his uh, attempt to, you know, be one of the guys hosting the hockey players or Sheila Jackson Lee trying to be hip and talk to the young folk voters out there. Assess me if you could play uh, the clip of Sheila Jackson Lee, and then I'll see if you know who she's talking about. We want to create an entertainment complex for film, uh, for music, for theater, for the performing and visual arts. And when I say that in yep. front of our Gen Z and Millenniums, they're ready to stay and they're ready to help me build this city. <laughs> those, uh, what the those, heck is a manelium? <laughs> those pesky manelliums in their in their hip hop music. <laughs> That's even worse than him. Why can't trying- anyone in government speak? That's my. It's like. Uh, well, it's you, just when they try to be so relatable, right? It's like Hillary Clinton with the Breakfast Club <laughs> when Charlemagne asks her what she's got in her bag and she trots out the hot sauce. <laughs> 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 or Kamala Harris when she was, I, she might have been on the Breakfast Club too and she was talking about how she used to smoke pot listening to Tupac when she was in college and Tupac <laughs> came out like a decade after she was in college. <laughs> 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 oh oh my gosh yeah it's, it's, uh, there's nobody on the republican side that's that embarrassing i i you know i don't care you know i will you know uh, and i'm glad for it i mean what do they have against trump is mean tweets you know i'll take it i'll take that all day long right? everything that in one- your country <laughs> works well but you yeah. have mean tweets compared to right. nothing in your country works but you get puff tweets. That's it's like I hope this I hope this November people pick the mean tweets and the cheaper gas and the peace in the Middle East and the no more wars and the secure border, please. <laughs> that's it. That's if you believe we have free and fair elections, my dude. I don't know. You know yeah. Oh, I well, that's the thing. It's it's I, I don't have a whole lot of faith in this in this system at this moment, but I know that that's exactly what the Democrats want because then fewer of us will turn out and it will be that much easier. Uh, it's easy to pull a fast one on a group of people that stick their head in the sand. Um, so it, it feels like a much ado about nothing, but it's it's nice to know that 
that's our president, everybody. That's Joe Biden for yeah. you. And uh, these are these are the leaders. It's not just him. It's people in Congress. It's yeah. the Sheila Jackson Lee. I mean, somewhere along the way, people said it would be a good idea to give her power and to put her into the government. Um, so no wonder we have a government that barely works. Um, and that's $34 trillion in debt. Oh, wow. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I needed that. I needed that giggle, though. I needed that. I need to exercise the demons with a good laugh. <laughs> um, I really needed to do that. Um, but seriously, uh, you know, I actually, um, Gateway Pundit, who's done pretty some of the best reporting on election fraud, has, has some interesting pieces out. Hang on. Stifling a sneeze, including there's a video of a Georgia County commissioner found passed out drunk in the street and unruly. And what? it was all caught on a body cam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is pretty, there's crazy stuff happening down in Georgia over the elections. In fact, uh, the Fulton County uh, defense team, because Fulton County was being sued over the absentee ballot stuff. I don't even remember who brought the lawsuit. Uh, the county's defense team quit. And it was around the time where they were expected to start producing the absentee ballots. And then they all quit. Um, Yeah. So there's that going on. We also know the Gateway Pundit reported on the the, uh, election rigging fraudulent scheme that was happening in 20 states. Um, There's stuff going on in Arizona. And and now you've got uh, Vice Chair Clayton County Board of Commissioners Vice Chair Felicia Franklin woman of color, found out, passed out on a sidewalk outside a sports bar. Now she has been removed from her role as vice chair. Well, good. <laughs> this happened. She was found outside the 404 sports bar, sports bar and grill. They show The video shows her screaming, crying, and at one point hurling abuse at emergency staff. Um, she And she had to be restrained. Look, she's lucky. She's, she's oh my gosh, this video. She is just an absolute mess. I don't know if this is, what do they call it down there? The ATL? Is this what happens down in the ATL? I don't know. Down in Hotlanta? I think so. In Hotlanta? Ooh, this is this is scary. This makes you wonder how this person was ever given this, this position in the first place. She's claiming she was... Ru- dr- <laughs> oh, she's claiming she was drugged with a date rape pill. And had only consumed a glass of wine and a cocktail. However, police said there was no sign of a drug in her system. And she tested positive for alcohol and cannabis. And the footage from the bar shows Franklin being served multiple drinks and dancing energetically. So Miss Thing was not date raped. Uh, gang, you know, uh, given the uh, date rape. Well, it sounds like she drugged Ruth. herself. She wasn't Ruth. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Sister friend roofed herself. <laughs> At least she passed out and she didn't get behind the wheel of a car. Right. All right. And, and by the way, this does not give any justification for why we need a kill switch in a car. Okay. Don't get it. Don't get it <laughs> twisted as diamond and silk would say. All right. Final segment of tonight's Andrew K show coming up. Don't go away. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego.
Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Final segment here. We're going to circle back, as Jen Psaki used to say. You know, I can't believe I ever, I, I could ever find myself pining for Jen Psaki. But that's just how bad Corrine Jean-Pierre is. In fact, you know what I forgot, Sesame Broccolini? We've got a great clip of Corrine Jean-Pierre. Uh, to play tonight, just to round out before we before we circle back to talk about San Francisco cleaning up the streets for uh, the big daddy Xi Jinping, let's have some fun at Marjorie Taylor Greene's expense because I think we have a clip of her. This moving forward and making sure we just talked about the supplemental, the national security supplemental, and making sure Israel has what it's need, Ukraine has what it's needs. Let's not forget they are dealing with terrorism and tyranny. That's what they're dealing with. <laughs> they're dealing with an organization like Hamas, who is a terrorist organization. <laughs> they're dealing with some tyranny. <laughs> oh, Kareen. Tyranny and uh, terrorism is bad. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah, y'all better watch out for that tyranny. Make sure it don't get in front of your car when you're driving down the road, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking of uh, tyranny, uh, I'm trying to do a segue back to San Fran. Um, we barely brushed over it, but it is serious that uh, th- th- that I don't know why. Maybe you know why uh, the boss daddy of the Democrats and probably the Uniparty uh, Republicans as well, uh, Xi Jinping, decided to come to San Fran anyway. Um, I, maybe it was, you know, uh, uh, the Chinatown, because let me tell you, you, they do have some good food there if you've ever been there. So he decides he's going to go off on a toot, Xi Jinping and come visit San Francisco. And then miraculously, the streets are all cleaned up and there's kind of walls erected down the streets, um, for his path. Um, you had something you wanted to say about this beyond just the fact that there's good Chinese food there. And maybe that's why Xi Jinping came to town. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> maybe he really is coming for the dumplings. Look, I don't know. I mean, the last thing California need, needs is more communism, um, especially right now. The state's crumbling to pieces. But I don't know. Maybe this is I think that this is really just about boosting Gavin Newsom. I think he knows. Uh, well, I think Gavin is going to run for president. I think he's secretly been running for president. And he knows where the real power lies in this multipolar world, because China is going to the lengths that we used to do and used to go to on the world stage to protect the American empire, but now we're just completely falling apart and it's unfortunate and it's not to condone what he does to his own people, but China's a power player on the world stage. Gavin Newsom knows that. Um, He also knows it would be good for his own interests to be on their good side. And I also Mm -hmm. think this is about the fact that Xi wants to see a return on his investment. They keep buying up American farmland and funding American universities to indoctrinate students and they want to see, you know, what it's actually leading to. I would imagine. Well, what about the labs what about the yeah labs how about the in, new in, in the new labs bingo yeah exactly so i think he's yeah. got some investments he's making in california and he wants to make sure that everything's going according to plan well not yeah let's not forget that during uh covid uh gavin newsom personally uh started a, a mask business that made bookie yep. bucks yep uh during covid i mean you know uh nobody made more uh benefited more personally and financially than Gavin Newsom during COVID. And so he was quite grateful to have that uh, COVID uh, quote leak from uh, the Wuhan (laughs) lab. (laughs) Yeah. Leak. Uh Wink. 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 Yeah. So, uh uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah, there's that. And there's also the fact that, 
Newsom is not stupid. And he could be banking down the road. Earlier, I was talking about how Republicans are stupid because they're not realizing how they themselves could end up. There's only a few places at the top when uh, a, a country is being ruled uh, by a communist, uh, you know, uh, society. And I think he's elbowing and jockeying yep. to be one of the few at the top. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's about the money. It's about the enrichment. It's, it's all about, it, I mean, ultimately turn California more like into a communist state, um, a, a one party state, recreate exactly what's going on over there. But over here, go after dissidents, criminalize the opposition, maybe do away with elections. Who knows? Yeah, I think, yeah, he's clearly playing a long game, anticipating America being transformed into a communist nation and him being one of the people, you know, in the top. Clearly. All right. I actually had fun on tonight's show, believe it or not, given the topics. All right. Glad to have you guys here with me. Don't forget our podcast. Download it wherever you get your podcast. Email me at andreakshow.com. 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. Thank you, Sesame Broccolini. Thanks to my guests and my listeners. Love you all. Keep your head on a swivel. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 